What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Hogline Podcast. You are listening to episode 63. Jack is back after his one-episode suspension. What I get suspended for? You, um, for being bad at fantasy football. So you were kicked off from the show for one episode. That's true, but doesn't warrant suspension. Too bad. That's a tough world to live in. You like hearing on the show occasionally. Yeah, but that's why he gets multiple. He gets thirty episode suspensions because he's not allowed. (laughs) Jack is back. Uh, We are going to be talking about the NFL today. We will be previewing the AFC and NFC championship game between the Tennessee Titans and the Kansas City Chiefs, and then the Green Bay Packers at the San Francisco 49ers. I'll be talking about the key matchups and the X factors and who we see uh, winning each game. And then um, after that, or before that, I don't, I forget what order we agreed upon, but I like the coaches first. Yeah. We, uh, I guess, I guess we'll be talking about the new hires in the NFL. Uh, There were five new coaches that were hired over the past month or so. And we'll be giving you our letter grades of how we think each organization did in their hiring process um do you, do you think there'll be i mean that's all done right you don't think any other coach is going to get hired and fired uh well there's only five vacancies i hope there's only five yeah there's there's five right yeah okay. I, I was like hey, what about this one uh yeah there's only five vacancies and they're all filled now so yeah right yeah i don't know i was just thinking because i think there was rumors like I don't know, maybe the Doug Marone would be fired or maybe Dan Quinn would get fired, but I guess That's they... coming back for sure. Yeah. Uh, Marone, well, the Jags fired uh, their defensive coordinator, right? Uh, yes, they did. That was surprising. Yeah. yeah. My, I guess if they were going to do that, they would have done that by now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll get into the coaches. We're going to give you our letter grade and kind of a breakdown of how we thought each team did in the selection process and whatnot so we will start with the dallas cowboys they um they hired mike mccarthy who was obviously in green bay for quite a while wasn't uh last this past season but uh how many years was he in green bay do you know i don't i forget um but he was there um i'm looking at I'm looking it up real quick. This he was, the, the one at uh, what? You see it? He was in Green Bay, the head coach from 2006 to 2018. Oh, wow. So, 13 years. What uh, what letter grade did you give Dallas in hiring McCarthy? B minus. B minus? Yeah. I gave him a C minus. Interesting. Okay. Um... I'm gonna go first. Sure. Because of my uh, my ties to Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I initially hated this hire. I didn't like McCarthy. I feel like he had a pretty bad rep around the league. Uh, uh, kind of, one could say, wasting away Rod, all of Rogers' prime years with only one Super Bowl win. Um. I mean, there was things about, you know, the reports, him getting massages during team meetings, I think. Yeah. Um, I forget what I listened to, but I heard that he complained about not having enough talent in Green Bay. Not enough talent to work with. I don't think that's true. Um, 
I mean, I I, I, I I don't doubt that that report's true. I'm saying I don't agree with him that they didn't have any talent in Green Bay. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe he didn't have enough talent. But, I mean, now he has all the talent in the world to work with. So, uh, yeah, that's that. Um, I found a quote by Jerry Jones. Uh, I feel like Jerry Jones was the reason that it's uh, kind of holding the Cowboys back this year and for the past recent years. Um, he just had way too much control. Uh, but whatever. Jerry Jones says, Believe it or not, before I got to be involved with the Dallas Cowboys, on my desk was a sign. It read, If you're willing to give others the credit, you'll conquer the world. And somehow, end quote, that's the sign. And somehow this thing has turned me into something perceived that I don't like about it because it is, it's a we deal. W-E. Meaning he wants to be more inclusive. Like, he wants to have more people involved. So if that's actually true, he's not just saying that. He could just be blowing smoke, but if that's actually true, maybe that's good. I'm kind of confused with what you just said. Uh, <laughs> that quote didn't really make much sense to me. Uh, but I gave McCarthy a C-. minus. I think he... Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with like the people that say, oh, he wasted... Rodgers' prime years and only won one Super Bowl because Super Bowls are hard to win. Like, the fact that he just won one is impressive. Like, Drew Brees only won one. Russell Wilson only has one. Um, you know, so it's it's tough to win a Super Bowl, so you can't really fault a guy for not winning. Like, oh, okay, you didn't win three Super Bowls, so you're not a good coach. I don't really believe in that. But that aside, like, I think he's very stubborn. I don't think that really goes – even though he took a year off, I don't think that really goes away. Um. He's very he's stubborn and he's very rigid in the type of plays he calls and the scheme he runs. I remember Aaron Jones. He clearly obviously this year we saw how good Aaron Jones was when he was unleashed. Yeah. Yeah. But for so long, like he wouldn't just he wouldn't give the ball to Aaron Jones. And everyone everyone who had any common sense and working eyeballs saw that Aaron Jones was better than I I guess who else was there besides Jamal Williams? But there was someone else too. That was some like an aging not, Eddie Lacy, an aging fat Eddie Lacy. I don't know. Yeah. So like, there was someone. Yeah. They, he just wouldn't unleash Aaron Jones. He's very stubborn, and I don't think stubbornness works very well with Jerry Jones. Like, what are they gonna do when they disagree? Like, I can see that getting kind of ugly. Right, uh, that's why I kind of think that with this hire, maybe Jerry Jones is trying to be more inclusive with the court. I just. I don't know, maybe, but maybe Jerry Jones is the problem, but I just don't see this being a good team, like him and like McCarthy and Jones working together. Yeah. Uh, I, also, I also don't, he also is historically very pass heavy. And obviously that, I don't think that works well with the Cowboys. They're a team that's built to run, even though Dak has the ability to throw. I, I think still they think sustain the passing game. What? I think they can sustain a high volume passing game. They did this year. I didn't, it didn't. They can, but I mean, I still think the Cowboys are at their best when Zeke is the focal point of the offense. So, okay. I don't know. I just think that they could have done better, and I just I can see this going up in flames. Not not necessarily going up in flames, but the Cowboys are a team that has high expectations. They their goal. I mean, every team's goal is to win a Super Bowl, but they're a team that should be right there. Yeah. But I could see them just doing what they've been doing and. Falling short, going eight and eight, nine and seven. I don't really see much changing from this past year. Uh, yeah, I agree with that a little bit. 
uh, but a few more things I just wrote down. Um, I mean, he his career record is 125 and 77 and two. I feel like that's a pretty good record. Um, and going off what you said, it's tough to win the Super Bowl. Like that argument is kind of flawed. I think I heard on around the NFL podcast they brought up this point. Like Pete Carroll has one Super Bowl, Mike Tomlin has one Super Bowl, Sean Payton has one Super Bowl, Andy Reid has zero, and all those guys are widely recognized as a great coach. Um, however, the Packers going 13-3 the first year that McCarthy's gone does not look good for him. But I'm still trying to be optimistic, and at the end of the day, I don't, I don't believe, I don't think that the Cowboys are going to go worse than eight and eight. I think, I don't think he's. I don't think he's a drop off of Jason Garrett. I don't think he's worse than Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett is abysmal. Yeah, it's hard to go down, but I don't see the improvement being that much. That may be right, but I just I don't think I'd be surprised if they're worse than eight. All right, we'll move on. Let's do um, let's do Matt Rule next. New coach at Carolina Panthers, former coach of the Baylor Baylor Bears. Um. What do you what do you give this one? I gave this a B plus. Okay, I gave it a B. I thought um, I'll get I'll go first in this one. He uh, he has a obviously has a very strong resume at the collegiate level. Built up Temple and he pulled Baylor out of kind of a dark place because they were scandal ridden and they were you know. Not look, they probably lost. I don't know for sure, but I think they lost a lot of recruits. Obviously, with all that stuff going on, like whatever four right, years let ago. Just, let me just read the uh, the records real quick. Um, head coach at Temple from 2013 to 2016. Uh, Temple 2013 two and ten. Temple, Temple 2014 four and seven. 2015 ten and four. 2016 ten and three. And then he goes to Baylor, where, uh, as you said, he picked them up out of the gutter. They were 20 in 2017. His first year coach there, 1-11. Then 2018, 7-6. 2019, 11-3. So he's kind of uh, revitalized two football programs in at the collegiate level. But continue what you were saying. Yeah, no, I mean, that's kind of my main point about him. He seems like the team and the organization believes in him. Uh, so, I mean, it seems all good and well, but I'm always kind of skeptical of college guys moving to the NFL doesn't really necessarily work. Nick Saban did it, who's obviously one of, if not the best college coach of all time, and he didn't succeed in the NFL. So it's just a whole different atmosphere. Uh, Obviously the recruiting and just the whole game is kind of different. So I'm always skeptical of the guys moving from the college to the NFL. Not that it can't work because it has worked in the past, but um, I don't know. I, I think, it, his resume speaks for itself, and if you can build two programs that were kind of in low places up to, I mean, Temple didn't quite get to. I mean, they had that one time when they were uh, they were undefeated when when they played Notre Dame when we went to that game. They were undefeated. Yeah, was the coach? Yeah, that was that. He was the coach of you. Yeah, I know. And then uh, and then Baylor team that was competing up until the very end, pretty much. Yeah. Um, it's very impressive, but I don't know. I. I think this is a good good hire. He's uh he's well versed, and I think there's a solid hire. Game would be just because I don't I don't know. I'm just always skeptical of college guys going to the NFL. Um, just speaking on his resume again, we talked about his college resume. I believe his only NFL experience was 
the Giants offensive line coach in 2012, um, right before he went, he got hired the head coach at Temple. Um, so I was curious. I mean, who knows how much he had a hand in this, but curious how the Giants O-line was in 2012. So I looked it up on PFF. I think they were ranked 10th or 11th. I don't remember. Summary on the Giants O-line in 2012. A big improvement from this line, which was terrible in 2011. They made a big contribution in the running game while ensuring Eli faced significantly less pressure. Still, this line is in transition to a degree with a few players getting to that age for the clip of the program. So, I mean, you could take that what it's worth, but I thought that was a little interesting. Okay. Um, I think they just hired uh, Joe Brady, LSU's offensive coordinator, uh, as their offensive coordinator. So, A lot of college guys going up to here. Yeah, so, I mean, it could be um, – I don't know. It just could be one of those uh, – has the potential to be one of those uh, – just like they run a lot of different things that – teams haven't seen before or seen in a while that like i don't know that there's a chance of that i think right Um, i don't know the team yeah that's it though yeah all right it's a good hire for the panthers matt rule let's see how he does uh let's go with joe judge new coach of the new york giants would you give this i gave it a b i gave it a b minus okay you can go first. Why'd you give it a B? Um, well, it kind of came out of nowhere. I bet not many people know who Joe Judge knew who Joe Judge was before this, before this, like two weeks ago. Uh, I mean, me included. <laughs> um, but he's learned from the best and comes from a lot of success. Uh, National championship wins at Alabama in 2009 and 2011, and then he won three Super Bowls with the Patriots. Um, he's a special teams coordinator and wide receiver coach, as I'm sure many people know, for the Patriots this last year. And, I mean, I saw – I read a couple articles saying how, like, the wide receivers were awful <laughs> on the Patriots this year, which that's true. Um, but, I mean, he's not the GM. And he, he didn't have much to work with. Exactly. He's not the GM. He didn't, he, he's not in charge of supplying the wide receiver talent. Um, but, I mean, also, being the special teams coordinator of the Patriots, that special <laughs> – their special teams is, like, bet the best in the league by far. So, I mean, that could be something. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. He's got a lot of work ahead of him. He's got a higher OC still. And the team's kind of a mess, but I don't know. The Giants can't go much worse, so I don't think this hire's fine. I mean, I might be willing to move it up to a B. Uh, obviously, similar to you, I did not know. I did not know of him prior to the hire, and I yep. did. A, I did some research. Um, kind of off the grid, as you mentioned, but and he. All, I mean, obviously, he lacks head coaching experience. He's never been in a position this big before. Yeah. But uh. Like you also mentioned, he's been around a winning culture for the past 10 years. He's been at the best college football program in the past 10 years and the best NFL team over the past 10 years. Right. So he knows what that's like. I, I watched clips of his introductory press conference, and I was very impressed. I liked what he had to say. Yeah, I don't, seemed, I don't know what he looks like. You, you know what he looks like? He's late 30s, so he's relatively young. Yeah, I remember. 
but I, I didn't see the press conference. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I really liked what his press conference. He made me he made me kind of believe in the Giants for some reason. Like, he kind of, like, convinced me. Um, and I mean, I think the Giants, if I'm not mistaken, they were either second to last or last out of these teams to hire their coach. I think maybe the Browns were last, but last, yeah, they it didn't last. seem like they had too many options. Like, it seemed, I mean, they could have got someone else, but it seemed like, you know, they didn't, Mike McCarthy, Rivera were, popular candidates and they were obviously gone by then so they didn't have the top options so and that was kind of a disadvantage of waiting a little bit but um i don't know i think this could work out for them i don't think the giants are a complete i mean they're giant they're sorry excuse me their defense still needs a lot of work but their offense is honestly kind of i'm kind of optimistic for their offense like i've definitely they can solidify the o-line a little bit more I think their offense is going to be very good in one to two years. Yeah. So. Contingent on Daniel Jones. But, I, yeah. I think he's he'll be good enough. And I think it, he could, um, I don't know, it could work out. I thought I thought it was good. Um, I really liked his press conference. Can't stress that enough. He really made me believe. He was very motivational. Speaking of press conferences, you see Matt Rules, what he said, that, that like speech or whatever he said. No. I'll send it here. Look that up. He similarly, yeah, like I I want to believe in that rule now. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Um I don't think I have anything else about Joe Judge. All right. We'll move on to the Washington Redskins. They hired Ron Rivera. I gave it an A. I also gave it an A. Yeah, I don't know how you can't like this one. Um right. he his record, head coaching record was seventy six, sixty three and one. He made the playoffs prior to last season, made the playoffs four out of the five seasons prior, including three division championships and a Super Bowl appearance. Two-time coach of the year, 2013 and 2015. Many players around the league and obviously on the Carolina Panthers were very outspoken against the midseason firing of him. Like They thought he definitely didn't deserve that and were kind of honestly shocked. Very strong personality. He knows how to establish a culture. Um, I think he's a great coach. He was there for eight or nine years in Carolina. Twenty, I think 2011 to 2019. Um, so I think he was definitely the strongest candidate out of the people that were being considered for head coach uh, vacancies. And, I mean, the Redskins kind of suck. It's a very toxic environment. Dan Schneider is kind of a very ego- egotistical and uh, I obviously I don't really believe in Dwayne Haskins, so I don't really think he's their guy. But I think if anyone can really turn this around, I think Rivera can. So it's good for them. Hopefully he he can I don't know turn around. They'll probably get Chase Young, which is very good for them. But this is a going to be a tough project for him. But I I think they knocked it out of the park. They couldn't have really done it better. They need someone who can establish culture because their culture is very just bad, <laughs> loser. Um, I definitely agree with all that. Um, not too much to add, but, um, I kind of, I was writing stuff down. I kind of just went into like what I thought about the team, uh, because we all, I mean, I feel like it's pretty, uh, I don't know, pretty, uh, everyone kind of agrees that there's a great hire, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd be surprised if he finds a lot of success, at least in the beginning. This team is so talentless. <laughs> um, 
he's a defensive-minded coach, as we know, uh, which is good because his defense is awful. Um, yeah, if you have a guy, if you have a guy in your fantasy team and he's playing the Redskins, you're licking your lips. Offensively, uh, they need to add a few more skill position players. I personally kind of like Haskins. I'm not writing him off. Um, he's shown flashes, uh, but this offensive line is abysmal. The only flashes Dwayne Haskins has shown is when he was taking a selfie during the, the while the game was still going on. That's the only flash. Yeah, cool. What? It's it's tough to work with this bad O line and this limited skill position players. I think who's his other wide receiver besides McLaurin? Uh, Kelvin. uh what? Kelvin Harmon do anything this year? Oh no. Um, Pierre Garcon still around? No. I don't know. Sims? I think Steven Sims. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the name. This is a draft with very deep wide receiver talent, so maybe they'll draft another young guy. They need to. They absolutely need to. And the run game, too. Like, without work... (laughs) Haskins worked with only Terry McLaurin and just uh, the inconsistent running game. I mean, I love Adrian Pierce and Chris Thompson both, but they're just band-aids for the moment. Like they're not they're not gonna be long term sustainable backs. Guys can't stay healthy. Like I think they gotta draft a running back. Um yeah, yeah. and they drafted Bryce Love last year, but I don't even he hasn't his name hasn't been surfacing at all. Is he hurt? I think he's hurt too. He um, is hurt, unfortunately. Right. So I mean AP is their healthiest back by far, and he, I mean he's gonna continue to produce it. Like, I don't know. He's still one of the greatest running backs of all time. Like he's gonna just. I think he's yeah. gonna be a little Frank Gore action. Just keep going, but uh, they need I a run. Just, they need a running a, a long term back. I would just give complete control to Ron Rivera and let him run everything. Yes. yes. That would be very okay. smart. We'll see what happens, but imagine, uh, imagine like the Redskins going fourteen and two. Yeah, I just can't. <laughs> I I can't like. I I don't know. I don't. I, <laughs> Very important draft for them, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, their first pick seems like a no-brainer because, I mean, if, if the Bengals somehow get Chase Young, then I don't know what they do. But uh, I can't, They can't just give up. Sorry, they can't just give up on Dwayne Haskins and draft a quarter, Josh Joe Burrow. I mean, can they? I know you don't like Joe, Dwayne Haskins, but, like. It happened in Arizona. I really didn't think that was going to be possible ever, like a team drafting a guy top 10, top 15, and then them getting a quarterback next year. But since it happened in Arizona, I really – like anything can happen at that point. So I don't know. We'll see about that. But obviously they made a great decision in hiring Rivera. Um, all right, we'll move on to the last team, the Cleveland Browns. Fired Freddie Kitchens this offseason. Um, that might have been the worst – thing i've ever said in my entire life probably the worst prediction i've ever had uh in calling freddie kitchens coach of the year in the beginning of the year uh <laughs> that was probably the worst thing i've ever said on the show and probably lost a lot of credibility in a lot of people's eyes if anyone remember that which they probably didn't i just reminded people of that so good move on my part but i mean at the time it made sense like if if they made the playoffs you could see it happening because he was the guy that got them over the hump, but obviously it would, that's not what happened at all. And they disappointed a lot of people. And um, yeah, so Kitchens got fired after one season, and the Browns hired former uh, offensive coordinator of the Minnesota Vikings, uh, Kevin Stefanski. 
I almost called him Brian Stefanski. I don't know why I said that. But, yeah, Kevin Stefanski, uh, yeah, former offensive coordinator of the Vikings. What did you give this? Give it a C. See, I gave it a B minus. Um, Partly because I don't, I just don't really know. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, it was hard for me to formulate an opinion on this, and why it took me so long to think of what to do here. Um, I mean, we we looked up that he uh, he's been with the Vikings for so long since 2006 to now. Um, I mean, one thing I can say, I maybe initially I'm just thinking that like maybe not being exposed to a like a variety of teams like may limit him like a lot of these guys they've bounced around to a lot of different teams and programs that like they've picked up on things that works and things that doesn't and just like staying with the same team that may that may hinder him it could i don't know or it could be great i don't know but uh that's just my initial initial reaction of finding out that he's been with the vikings since 2006 um I mean, the Vikings offense has, he's been there on the corner last year, and then he worked, I feel like he just kind of like switched around between like quarterbacks coach, running backs coach, and like every, every kind of coach on that uh, team. But I I mean, maybe you could say the Vikings kind of underperformed offensively. I don't think so. I, what I took away from this, he got promoted to offensive coordinator midway through last season. Yeah, and he retained that position. Yeah, I think John DeFilippo was their previous offensive coordinator. Yeah. And then he got fired midway through last season, and then Stefanski took over. Yeah. And I I don't know I don't know the whole numbers for the offenses as a whole unit, but I know for sure Dalvin Cook, ever since he took over, has been absolutely amazing. Yeah. Like down the stretch last year, like the last three or four games, Cook was finished the season very well. And obviously this season he had a very good year. So and I don't know. I I think I mean I would say the offense as a whole did well. They made the playoffs. They were right in it the whole year. Savansky is very run oriented, so that yes. could help Nick Chubb a lot. And uh, I don't know. I think that could really work out because I think if the Browns make Chubb the center of the offense and don't have uh, Baker try to win the games for them and kind of just lean on Chubb and then only. They kind of utilize Baker's strengths to what it is and not have him, like, try to win the game over. I think yeah. that could work well with the Browns. Um, I, I think if you lean on Chubb, I think that's the way to win if you're the Browns. So I think it could work. I could see it uh, being all right. He obviously lacks head coaching experience. He's never been a head coach before. And uh, the last Vikings offensive coordinator to be a head coach was Pat Shermer, and that didn't work out either. So, um I don't know, kind of mixed feelings about this one. But, again, the Browns also waited a while, too, so they didn't have many options as well. Yeah, I just think I think they waited a, waited a while in quotes because I just don't think this is a very desirable position. I, I really just think the Browns are kind of hopeless. I don't know. Like, obviously, they've been terrible for so long the past couple of years, past couple of decades, you could say. Um, there's a lot of hype, and they just let down again. Um I don't know. I I, <laughs> I wouldn't say they're hopeless. They I have good players, hopeless. but I think Baker's. I mean, we don't think Baker's the answer, but they. I wouldn't say it's hopeless. I'd say there's definitely least like more places that are very less desirable than this one. Like uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be on the. I wouldn't want to be the Redskins coach. 
okay, maybe the Browns aren't as hopeless talent-wise as the Redskins, but I think it's less desirable than the Redskins because of just how low the expectations are in Washington. Like, no one expects Ron Rivera to do well. I mean, I don't know how many people are expecting Kevin Svansky to bring the team to the playoffs first year, but, like, they have the talent to probably. So there are a little bit of expectations there, as there was for Kitchens last year. Um, yeah, that's all. I think that's all I've got to say. Yeah, who knows? It's kind of a wild card because, like we said, we don't know too much about him. So yeah, we'll see. All right. That's kind of it for the new coaches. Um, we'll see how they all do next season. Best of luck to everyone. Not Stefanski. We won't hope the Browns are terrible, but right. Uh, right. All right. Let's get into it. It's the uh, championship weekend coming up on Sunday. And uh, Derek Henry's going to the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I did not think so. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about it, though. Weren't you 0 for 4 predicting the wildcard weekend games? Um, uh, let me think. Let me think. Yes, you were 0 for 4. What was the first game? I said Bills, right? Yep, 0 for 4. <laughs> and you also said the Saints won the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll start with the AFC. Um, the Titans won't win. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, yeah, I know everyone keeps not like everyone keeps doubting them, like saying they've got no chance to win, blah blah blah. But they don't like they can't win this one, right? Like, there's it, no way. The defense is good. Maybe well, some could say great, but like this offense of the Kansas City just, <laughs> I, it's there's just no words. It's like. There's no way you could stop them. I'm sorry. There's no way. Yeah, and I I just think they these two teams met earlier this year and the Titans won, and it was in Kansas City. So was Mahomes in? Yes, he was in. I think. Could have been There's hurt. No, like how how are they gonna go, how are they gonna beat them in Kansas City twice in one year? They're just not gonna do that. No. <laughs> not and the Titans listen, obviously I'm the biggest Derrick Henry fan that there is. He's my background. I've said this on the show, I think. He's been my background for the past three weeks. But the Chiefs just have to know that that's the only way the Titans can win. Like yeah. there's only you can only win so many games with your quarterback throwing hundred and twenty yards. Yeah. As the Steelers know. Exactly. Uh, so it, it eventually catches up to you. And I know, I mean, Derrick Henry, when he played the Chiefs earlier in this year, had 188 yards and two touchdowns. So I could see him having another big game. But as we saw last week, it doesn't even matter if the offense, the other team has a big game right. because the Chiefs can score 50 points and they yeah. will score 50 points. Like, it doesn't matter. So I don't know. The Chiefs are going to win. I think the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. But what do I know? I went over four wild card weekends. I actually in the beginning of the uh, beginning of the playoffs. I mean, hey, they were my original pick to win it all, so Yeah. And I still I still have that bet. I had a five dollar bet to win forty eight bucks, and I hope that hits. Let's go Chiefs. Um 
Uh, talking about predictions, though, I can't go wrong on this uh, on the NFC side. Uh, prior to the postseason, I had Chiefs over Niners in Super Bowl, and then I mean I wrote that long article as I said the uh, I predicted Packers over Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and before the regular season started. So NFC Championship can't go wrong either way. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a genius regardless of the outcome. Um, however, I don't think the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. I'm proud of my prediction that it made that it made it this far, that it's like still alive in Championship Weekend. But I, I don't think I don't think they'll take the Niners. Yeah. All right. So it sounds like we both think the Chiefs are going to win. You got a score prediction for the AFC Championship? I don't. You think of one. I'll think of one. Um. Putting myself on the spot too, because I didn't think about it either. <laughs> Why you asking me this? Though? All right, I'm gonna say, I'll go. I'm gonna say it's gonna be uh, like 38 to 21. 34, 24 Chiefs. Okay. Yeah, Derrick Henry, all three touchdowns. Uh, I don't think we'll get all three. Passing. You think throw them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. Um, so it sounds like the Chiefs are all but certain going to go to the Super Bowl. Hope I didn't just jinx them right there. Yeah. Imagine, just imagine, I don't think, I mean, I, I know some people have the high expectations for the 49ers, but I don't think everyone did. So imagine having, like, Titans 49ers Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. Dude, I had the 49ers going 4-12 or something like that, I think. <laughs> I don't think I had them that low, but I'm pretty sure I had It's going 3-13, I think. <laughs> I think I had the 49ers going something like 8-8. Eight eight. Um, if I remember correctly, but I don't think many, I don't think every, everyone thought their defense was going to be good, but I don't think everyone, anyone saw it being this good. But, uh, any words on the NFC championship here? I, you think, who thinks going to win? You think the 49ers are going to win? Yeah, I do. Um, I just think their defense is too dominant. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't really know what to say. What do you think? I a lot of people are saying, well, obviously the 49ers and the Packers played earlier this year, and the and they, 49ers, yeah, they blew them out. Yeah, the 49ers blew them out. I believe the score was 37 to eight. Yeah. Uh, they. Yeah, I'm trying to look up if that was correct or not, but yeah, whatever. It was something like that. Yeah. It was a, around a 30 point loss for the Packers. And a lot of people are saying, oh, well, I think it'll be closer this time. But I really don't think so. I, I'm expecting the 49ers to win. And I think they're going to win by a semi-wide margin. Yeah, I, uh... I'm still, am I still crazy to think that the Packers aren't as good as everyone thinks that they are? And that they kind of are, are overachieving at this point? Because I didn't think the Seahawks were that good. And that, I think the winner of that game, like, just, I don't know. I think the 49ers are going to win. The defensive line is too dominant. They sacked Kirk Cousins six times when they played last week. And I think that they could get overwhelmed again. Yeah. I mean, the Packers O-line is probably a little better than Minnesota's. Um, but, yeah, I, I just I, – I don't I, – I, I love Aaron Rodgers. I think he's the best quarterback of all time. And But I, I don't think he has enough around them. I think – I mean, I think they need to add a legitimate number two receiver. 
Um, Devontae Adams really did it all against the Seahawks. There was not anyone else that really stepped up. They need to add another receiver. And this defense may be good, solid defense, good defense. No? I don't know. Um, I still think it's solid. I really think the 49ers can run all over them. Yeah, no, I I, I think it's a solid defense. But I think they got to add – they got to – they're like one step away. Um, but yeah, I don't think they have it in them for against the Niners. The Niners are too dominant. Yeah, I really think if it all shakes up the way we just said it would, the Chiefs and the 49ers, I think that would be a great Super Bowl. It would, yeah. I mean, we talked about how prolific the Chiefs offense was and how prolific the Niners defense is. And I'd, I'd say on the, the flip side, the uh, Niners offense to Chiefs defense is pretty what pretty comparable you'd say talent wise right the edge too i just think sorry i'll answer that in a second i just think the chiefs versus anyone in the super bowl would be a fun matchup like i just need to see mahomes in the super bowl yeah but uh yeah you said how what was your question again uh who would you give the edge to niners offense or chiefs defense probably the niners offense they're uh, I don't know if it's quite there, but I don't count Mahomes out against anyone. So no matter how dominant the 49ers defense is, I think uh, they could keep pace with them. So, yeah, we'll see. I uh, uh, Just to put another score to it, I'm going to say 28-10, 49ers. I'm going to give the Packers two touchdowns. I'm going to say... 31 to 16. There you go. All right, folks. There you have it. Probably listen to Jack. He's been better calling these playoff matchups than me. Yeah. Uh, so we picked the same thing. So. Yeah, but you, but you, um, you're the one who convinced me to pick the Chiefs over the Ravens in the other episode, midway through the episode. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, drop a comment when we post this uh, on the Instagram of how you would grade the new coaches. See if you like some of them or dislike some of the ones that we uh, see if you disagree with us or agree with us. Actually, I'm going to, I'll put up a poll. I'll put up, or I'll put up like multiple choice polls on our story. Yeah. There you go. We'll see how the fans, uh, how their, how the fans thoughts line up against ours. And uh, yeah, I just need the, uh, I, I can't believe the season's going to be over in two weeks. That doesn't seem right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Sure to follow the uh, show on Instagram at Hogline Podcasts. Follow us. You know the deal. And um, tell your friends. Tell your acquaintances. Tell your. Um, there's, no, there's no limit to who you shouldn't. Tell, tell your dentist. No limit to who you should tell. Yeah. Spread the word. Let's expand Hogline Nation. Um. I just donated the money. I, it took me a, a week or two, but I donated the money, and it's in there. We raised $225, so thank you to everyone that donated. And, um, yeah, we'll see you next time, everyone. Thanks for listening.